This is Miranda with the God Has This podcast, where we lean on God for understanding, direction, and encouragement. What scares you, flusters you, like hand-shaking, heart-racing, chest-tightening anxiety? My husband hates spiders. My little boy is terrified of the dark. But neither of these things scare me as much as opening my Bible once did. Imagine with me. We're in church on Sunday, ready for a great sermon, and the pastor says, Turn in your Bibles to John chapter 3, verse 16. Immediately, panic would set in. My eyes would dart up from my Bible and then frantically side to side to see if anyone was watching. My mind would start racing. If I flipped to the index, would anyone notice? Would it be faster if I just quickly flipped and scanned for the right chapter? My fingers fumble through, looking, searching, scanning. If anyone sees me, will they judge me? Will everybody know that I have no idea what I'm doing and that I clearly, I don't belong? Time was ticking away and I was lost. If it sounds like I'm dismantling a bomb rather than opening God's word, that's exactly how it felt. And it wasn't just in public either. In my home life, I rarely opened a Bible. My reluctance to read God's word wasn't because I was an unbeliever. I was in love with Jesus, but I was intimidated. Every time I tried to read it, I felt confused and overwhelmed. I'll pause here to say, if you're confused why anyone would ever feel this way, I understand. But I hope you'll keep listening because I'm not the only believer who's ever felt this way. Understanding my story may help you reach out to someone who, like me, was missing out on hearing God's voice in His Word. If you're shaking your head in agreement with me, keep listening, sister. This story has a happy ending. I'd convinced myself that reading my Bible wasn't particularly important. I went to church, said my prayers, believed in the resurrection. So wasn't I covered? I subscribed to the idea that there would not be a Bible trivia test to enter heaven. So it wasn't a deal breaker, right? And I still believe that my salvation isn't linked to how much I open my Bible, but my sanity is. I was in my 20s before I owned my first adult Bible. I've been asked to read a passage for the following Sunday service. The only Bible I had was a yellow children's Bible. So a church member bought me my first big girl Bible. It was black leather and had my name neatly stamped on the front cover. I was legit. I finally had a real Bible. I wish I could say that that was an incentive for me to read more, but insecurity still plagued me. I still felt like I wasn't doing it right, because when I would read, I just didn't understand everything. Who were all these ancient people? Why were they sacrificing animals? And why is there so much violence and so many weird rules? Things changed when I finally just decided to let go of the pressure to be perfect. I watched my kiddo's Bible app that told animated stories. Then I found a Bible study to help guide me. The study that worked for me was called Seamless by Angie Smith. Her writing style is funny. Her story is similar to mine. And the layout of the study gave me a much needed overview of the Bible. Finally feeling a little more comfortable with the physical layout made a really big difference for me. I moved on and kept reading and learning. And since then, I love reading my Bible. Every time I open it, my spirit is stirred and my faith is strengthened. For years, I let fear of not understanding everything written and my pride of admitting just how lost I really was rob me of hearing my father's voice and his word. I'd been basing my Bible study in academics, 
looking at it as a textbook to be learned rather than the living word of God. I did have one thing right, though. There isn't going to be a Bible exam to gain entrance to heaven. But I wish instead of using that as an excuse to validate my not reading the Bible, I'd used it to encourage myself to open my Bible and try. Because there won't be a test. Reading your Bible isn't a grade to be earned or a box to be checked. There isn't a magic number of hours you need to log for admission to eternity. That's what grace is for. So why read it? Because it speaks to me. It guides and encourages and sometimes corrects me. It tells me of a father who loved me enough to die for me. Stop trying to do it perfectly. Stop putting off opening your Bible because you are afraid you won't do it right or understand everything. Because spoiler alert, you will not understand everything. You'll have questions and that's okay. Use your resources. Join a Bible study. Ask a friend or pastor. Shoot me an email. I'd be happy to help. Most importantly... Ask the Holy Spirit for guidance. Scripture is God-inspired, so surely He can explain. Don't be afraid to read your Bible. It isn't a bomb to be dismantled, but a love story written just for you. On the next podcast, Reverend Lee and Burris and I will be discussing some practical ideas on how to read your Bible. I hope you'll join us. Today's book references are found in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, please click the subscribe button. And remember, sharing this podcast is a great way to encourage a friend.